Hello, my name is Christian K. Harris. Today is August 2nd. It's around 1.30 p.m. and you're listening to Memo from Myself before we get going. Just a reminder, like us on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at CKHOfficial. Give us a five-star review on iTunes because it really helps us out and it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. And tell your friends about it. Bring more people in. The more, the merrier. So let's get in today talking about... Religious Liberty Task Force, federal government influence on elections, and a worrying future for the FBI if the president is taken down by the FBI. So let's go into this. So I know you've probably heard about the new Religious Liberty Task Force. This is kind of funny because this is almost full circle for my first episode, which was talking about the FS, the Office of Conscious and Religious Freedoms or something like that. Conscience. Conscience. I it was some office that was trying to make sure we were religious but didn't really do anything. I haven't heard anything about it. And honestly, this seems like it's going to be the same thing. If you don't know what it is, I'm actually going to play a video clip, Minute 44, of the Attorney General himself announcing this and explaining what it is, because he can explain it better than I ever can. I am announcing our next step, the Religious Liberty Task Force, to be co-chaired by the Associate Attorney General, Jesse, and the Assistant Attorney General for Office of Legal Policy, Beth. The task force will help the department fully implement our religious liberty guidance by ensuring that all Justice Department components, and we've got a lot of components around the country, are upholding that guidance in the cases they bring and defend, the arguments they make in court, the policies and regulations they adopt, and how we conduct our operations. That includes making sure our employees know their duties to accommodate people of faith. As the people in this room know, you have to practice what you preach. So we're going to remain in contact with religious groups across America to ensure that their rights are being protected. We have been holding listening sessions and will continue to host them in the coming weeks. This administration is animated by that same American view. And the rest of it was just why America is the foundation of religious freedom and it's helped the world, yada, yada, yada. There are two parts to this. There's the first part, the worrying part about if you're going to have people going around deciding what's religious freedom and what's not, you're really going to be, I mean, straight up, you're going to be oppressing people who you don't agree with religiously. Yeah, that's it. People you don't agree with religiously, which is dangerous because you can justify a lot of heinous actions using religion. We've seen that in the past and probably going to see this in the future. And the comment about meeting with religious organizations, I, I promise you the majority of them are probably Christian organizations, which isn't a surprise. But this is the kind of announcement that you've grown accustomed to see after something happens with Donald Trump himself. Example, this came after the Michael Cohen tape. I think so. Or before. Regardless, this was announced right around the same time the Michael Cohen tape was leaked, and we found out that Michael Cohen was taping interviews. So the point of this announcement, for sure, Jeff Sessions loved this. You can tell. He was so happy. Giddy little. He's probably about as happy as he was when he was announcing the Muslim ban. That was a 
creepy smile on his face during that. But he was very happy to do this. You can tell he wanted to do this for a while, but Donald Trump told him to do this. I know this, that he told him to do this to try to draw the media attention away, which is a pretty, like, smart tactic. Like, it's not dumb, but for once the media did a good thing, and they didn't really cover this too, too much, because this is just another Republican policy effort that really... It's not going to do all that much, I believe. I think it's going to try, but it's going to fall flat because it's going to run into some legal issues. That's for sure. So I'm going to do a little bit of an opinion-based thing here. Um, I mean, this is an opinion-based show, but I like to talk about the news. But this is a little bit different, and this is... Well, two little opinions, I guess. I don't... mm. Okay, <laughs> so we're seeing Republicans speak out when they're running for Congress and stuff against Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump coming out against them, basically, and sometimes ruining their election chances. And I was thinking, how does this work into the separation of powers if you have an executive branch that's pulling the strings on who they get elected for the legislative branch? I feel like that kind of impedes that. It plays against it and doesn't really separate powers because now you have an executive who's trying to populate the legislative branch with people he supports. And if the executive has the support of the people, he can do that. And that's what we're seeing. And I think that's why I'm going to say that maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe we should put some kind of freeze on executive branch talking about legislative elections and the legislative branch talking about executive elections too. That one's a little more iffy, but the executive branch shouldn't really be trying to influence legislative elections. I think Democrat or Republican, you shouldn't be out there endorsing people because now you're swaying the voters using your power as the executive. You're supposed to be the leader of the American people, not the leader of your party. Why are you out there saying vote for this Republican or this Democrat because the other Republican or Democrat might not like you? And that's a bad thing because it eliminates accountability for the president. If you populate the legislative branch with yes people, no one's going to say no to you because that's what a yes person does. They say yes, they're not going to challenge you on things, and that could be detrimental to the country. And I'm worried that's what we're going to see and what we're seeing right now. Transition, detrimental to the country in the same vein. The FBI seems like they're really getting close to ending this uh, Russia investigation like it's winding down, or maybe not even winding down, but it's getting more intense. What is the term? I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's getting more intense, but it seems like we're getting closer and closer to the president, is how I'm, yeah, what I'm saying. I don't know if it's even going to be over for a couple of years still. I'm worried that if the FBI comes out on top of this, we're going to give the FBI carte blanche to do whatever they want. And that's not good, because when the FBI gets carte blanche to do whatever they want, some shady stuff goes down. We've seen that with the assassination of Fred Hampton and the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. The FBI was both involved in one way or another in those activities. The FBI, when they're allowed to do whatever they want, is not cooperating with civil liberties most of the time. Most of the time, it's against their civil liberties. So I'm worried that after the FBI wraps this up, we're going to look at them as heroes when they're not really heroes. They're just they're, they're an arm of the Justice Department doing their job. They can do wrong still also. Just because they do one thing right doesn't mean they can only do right. They can still do wrong, and they've done wrong in the past, and I know they will do wrong in the future. Even if what they're doing right now is right, you cannot blindly trust the FBI on this kind of stuff. Make your own decisions. Look at the evidence. Right now, the evidence is on the FBI side with what they're claiming. That's fine. In the future, think about it some more. We've seen it even in the past. Our intelligence department got Iraq wrong. Very wrong. Went to the UN and lied to them. And we found out that was wrong in the past. Wrong is the term here. They can be wrong. I think that's what I'm trying to hammer home. The FBI can be wrong. 
I don't think they're wrong in this one. I think there is something to be looked at. In the future, they can be wrong. In the past, they've been wrong. Don't let the FBI do whatever they want after they're done with this investigation. Still keep them monitored. At the end of the day, the scrutiny given to them by Donald Trump right now is bad because he's trying to stop the investigation. But you should still be able to scrutinize the FBI what they're doing. Just not a... While you're being under investigation, it should be a um, different kind of scrutiny. Not for the person being investigated because if you're investigating someone and they start telling you that this investigation is false and it's not going to find anything while you're doing it trying to stop it. Eh, it doesn't really make you look that innocent, does it? And with that, I wrap up this episode of a memo from myself. I will see all of you on the next episode and I hope life is going well, I guess. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying this rain. It's been really really raining in my area, like bad on the east coast. So hopefully you're staying dry and if you're on the west coast, hope you get some rain, I guess. Let's just all enjoy the earth as it's slowly dying have a good one folks Mm -hmm.